So, semester, college you page, you start to play there. How many years did you play at college page? I was there for three. I redshirted one year, my first year. Okay. So, you played two years there. What was that like? Man, it was cool, man. First year, I came in as a running back, and uh, they were like, we're, we're going to move you to D-line. Yeah. So, you know, throughout the course of college, I ended up gaining like 100 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was cool, man. I played D-line, and I enjoyed it, man. It was like we were like brothers. Yeah. Everybody on the team. You still close with anybody? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. A lot of people. My best friends came out of there. Let's go. Yeah. That's awesome. What was the best part about that program? Um, Definitely the camaraderie, man. Yeah. Everybody being together. Because we were all, because it's junior college, man. Yeah. And we were no scholarships, so everybody's going to the struggle. Yeah. Motherfuckers aren't eating. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? No meal plans, paying yeah. rent. Crazy. Yeah. Figuring everything out. Yeah. Another episode of Adversity Kings. Again, guys, we are putting more emphasis this year on to really just slowing down on the process. I, I hate saying the quality of our guests, but we, uh, <laughs> we are increasing our overall standards in general, investing more money back into the podcast, into our social media and the media company. We're building Adversity Kings. So if you like, the footage, you want more footage, you have ideas, or you have individuals you want us to interview, please reach out. So today, special guest, Tony, how do you pronounce your last name? Williams. Tony Williams. Yeah. Awesome. And so he was recommended to get on the podcast by Jeremy De La Cruz. Shout out to you, Jeremy. Shout out to you. Yes, sir. So first things first, I want to read a little bit about you um, based off what we got. So you went to WNHS. Yeah, that's uh, Wheaton North High School. Wheaton North mm-hmm. High School. Mm-hmm. Moved to Illinois in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Your dad was an NFL player for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Who do you play for? Uh, Vikings, Bengals, and Jags. Awesome. Yep. Played football, basketball in high school. Played football at College of DuPage. Uh, graduate earned a scholarship to play D1 ball at Indiana State University. Played there for two years. Graduated, had some teams reach out, but then COVID. So we'll talk about that for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Came home, now working. Had some opportunities <clears throat> to explore the XFL, uh, but didn't capitalize on those. So let's start with uh, born and raised. Yeah. Yeah, so I was born in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, back when uh, my parents were in college, man. My mom was a volleyball player. My dad played football. Um, and we just moved around a lot, man. My, my dad went to the NFL pretty early. Yeah. So we moved. I've lived in like like six six different states, man. Where's Where's your parents from? My dad's from Memphis, uh, and my mom's from up here. Okay. She went to Weed North. Okay, awesome. And then, so now, what were what were did? Who are you closest with, mom or dad? Mom for sure. Yeah. Mom. And then, what was her childhood like? Hers was pretty good, man. She had had a good upbringing. You know, she was uh, she grew up in Wheaton, man, single mom, but uh, you know, great upbringing. Okay. And then, uh, what about your dad? Yeah, good upbringing as well. Kind of a country dude. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Down, down I feel south. that. I grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, that's so what's up. we've we've driven through. Uh, I've sold in Memphis, so I've, I've door knocked okay. in Memphis. I've done some work in Memphis. Um, I like uh, I like some of the rap they got out there, yeah, that yeah. Key Glock and all that. Key Glock, you know what yeah. I mean? I like, uh, and shout out, who passed away? Uh, Dolph. Dolph. Dolph, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so shout out, respect to young Dolph. Yeah. And yeah. What, dude? Make that weird sound where it's like crickets or something. Because <laughs> how do you not know young Dolph passed away? <laughs> we, yeah. We, no, a couple years ago. Yeah, what was it? It's year been or like two a ago? year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. major. They raised the flag to have mass. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So your parents met college. Yeah. Then they had you born in Memphis. What age did you move up? Man, uh, so my dad, so probably like what, like one or two, man, we moved to Minnesota because he got drafted to the Vikings. Okay. What position did he play? D-tackle. D-tackle. And then, so you move up to Minnesota. How far is that from here? 
Bro, I couldn't even tell you, man. Okay. It's like maybe like five, six. Yeah. yeah. And then when did you get around? When did you when did you get into the uh, Wheaton area? I got here back in what 2010. 2010. 2010. And you've been here ever since. Yep. Okay. And then did your dad continue to? Did, when did he get out of the league? He, he got out in what? 08. 08. Yeah. So are your parents still together? Not divorced. Now. Divorced. Yeah. And, but do they both still stay in Illinois? No, he's down in Florida. Down in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Dope. So, you get into. Wheaton, 2010. What are the what's the early years look like for you when you that that what are you middle school around that age? Yeah. Okay. So what yeah. middle school looked like for you? It was cool, man. You know, it was it was crazy because everybody else was like already had their friendships. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of an adjustment, but I was so used to doing that. Yeah. You know, with so you had to figure everything out. So yeah. you start developing new friends and things like that. How like what was sports like for you? Uh, reacclimating yourself because sometimes there's already relationships built yeah. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So especially I feel like. Right, it's at the young stage too. When, when uh, even if even if you're a better player, there might be you know a parent that's cool with the coach yeah. or a co- coach that's got kids on a team. Yeah. So how did that work for you? Well, yeah, politics are real, man. Yes, <laughs> but I came up here. Everybody had already played a little league together, so I yeah. was like the new fish in a small in a big pond. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, you know, I felt I dealt with that a little bit, man. But I mean, honestly, you know, I always could go yeah. my own. So, yeah, yeah. So t- talent spoke enough for itself where it wasn't even like left to the judges. Like you was like, I mean, that's my spot. Yeah, it was give and take, man. Yeah. a little bit of, a, of both, you know. Yeah. So, how did your high school team perform? Man, we were we were good, man. We uh we went. We I think we lost four games in four years. What class were you guys? Uh, we were seven A, man. Seven A. What's the biggest in Illinois? Eight. 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 So how would you guys have competed? Like how would you guys have competed against an eight A team? Depends on the team. There's yeah. some teams I think we would have fucked up. But. Yeah, for sure. So who, who do you think, out of your high school years, who's the best player you played against? Um, Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. In high school. Where's he play now? He's uh, he's on the uh, – he just got cut, I think, from the Lions, but he was on the Chargers for a couple years. What position? Running back. Running back? Yeah. He, he was nice? He was – boy, that boy. Yeah. <laughs> he was different. Did man. you ever watch uh, – I remember watching, like, the last, like, crazy high school – I used to watch high school football all the time. It would come up on, like, ESPN or whatever. I'd find channels. And, but I remember watching Leonard Fournette in high school. Oh, yeah. That dude was bro. He was too big, man. Way too big. It did. It looked like I was watching like uh, like you ever play like my Madden, like you create oh, yeah. your own dude. I was yeah. like, what the? It doesn't it doesn't even look legit. You know what I mean? This he dude. Was, he was so big and moving so fast. Yeah, ran everybody bro. Over. He was different, man. You know who who had a? I don't know how big he was, but he still he looked like he did some work in high school, especially being out in California. Was, I think it was Najee Harris. Najee. I feel like I think yeah. I think he did some, and then he played at Alabama too. Yeah. I think yeah. so. You know, um, I'm, I spent first half of my life in Little Rock, Arkansas, and the second half in Pittsburgh. So oh, okay. I like the Cowboys truly, yeah. but I, I do like oh, the Steelers a little guys. bit. Yeah, <laughs> bro. And what's cool is I ended up, I didn't realize when I got out of high school, uh, when I got into selling life insurance, the company, our, our parent company, Globe Life, is the official life insurance company for the Dallas Cowboys. So mm-hmm. that's the football right there. Okay. So you see the Globe Life and the, the Cowboys well. on it. So yeah. it's cool because... I went to the game that the first game Tony Romo got put into. I think it was Drew Bledsoe. I, I had to have been. That was yeah. Wild, yeah I had to have been like five or something, mm-hmm. and I was at the old Cowboy Stadium yeah. with my dad. My dad was nuts. I think he picked me up in the middle of the night or something, and like we're going to Dallas. <laughs> we're gonna watch the game or something the next day, and uh, we went there, watched the game. I think he like met one of his girlfriends. You know, so, you know, my dad was a player, dude. My dad was nuts. I think he was still, I, I don't know if my mom's watching this, but I think, obviously, they've been together forever, but he, she knows how he was. And uh, 
I remember just being at that game and like it was electric, but it was so it's so crazy how small circle the world is because the next game I went to was the new stadium in the suite. So we got a Globe Life suite, um, you know, won a, won a company contest at, for for Globe Life, and you know I'm in the suite of of the Cowboys. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. So let me ask you a question. Yes, are they winning the Super Bowl this year? So I always say yes. <laughs> every year and then i always back it up with but then i always get hit with uh well those were all before like 2001 because i'll be like they're a top five before like super we bowl born, winning team man. exactly i'm like and people be like that was before you were born they were all before i think the last super bowl was uh i don't know when it was but i think it was definitely before the 2000s yeah. 2001 oh, yeah. i think it was oh, yeah. and so uh i don't know man i feel like they should i, I think it's i where, I where what i don't like about nil deals what i love about them is that i think Players get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like my uh, partner's really good friends with Jim Trussell. And then play, play I was in Jeanette, Greensburg and Jeanette. Mm-hmm. And that's where Terrell Pryor came out of. And mm-hmm. if you know anything about those two, Terrell Pryor, uh, Jim Trussell, the, the Ohio Buckeye scandal. Yeah. So it's like, I, for what, a couple shirts or something? Today, yeah. you know what I mean? You got high school quarterbacks getting million dollar offers yeah. to go to, one, probably even still be in high school, or two, just to go play at, you know, like, college and they're 160 pounds still so it's like that doesn't make sense to me it's crazy man they deserve it but at the same time i'm like i get worried about you don't watch football don't feel like what it what it feels like when you watch the nostalgic games of like 70s 80s or you know when you watch highlights of like just getting roughed up and playing as a team you know what i mean oh yeah for sure but i gotta i gotta backtrack when you said they deserve it i don't agree with that man i just feel like uh you know there's a bunch of cold high school players that play everywhere that aren't gonna get those opportunities yeah so I think you know they go to the, they go to these big schools. I mean, I think they gotta they gotta earn their nil deal rather than coming or, in. With I, them. Well, I definitely think that the the deserve should correspond with earning. Yeah. But what I don't want to see is somebody selling your college jersey, yeah. some old white dude making right. millions off you, yeah. and you get nada, yeah. and then you blow your Achilles out, lose an NFL opportunity, and it's just. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And, and they made they made millions off you. Yeah, that, well, that's how it is, man. I mean, you know, they push you out the door. Like, I remember we would play, uh, we played like Louisville. We played like Kansas for like $500,000, right, yeah. for our program. And I'm telling you, as soon as I was done, it was like I never even talked to the coach. Don't again. even exist. I didn't get shit. Yeah. It was crazy, man. Don't even crazy. exist. It's And it's rare to find, and it, I know it's all business, but it's it's rare to find people that truly care about you you know what i mean because people oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. i put a post up the other day people people will speak to you communicate to you and create ideas and fictations about you based off the season they're in in their life mm-hmm. and then they want you to bend and act and and essentially be a puppet towards their idea or imagination yeah. of who you need to be in their life right now and uh yeah. it's not always you know, operated out of just pure manipulation, but people can't help it. You know what I mean? It's like, what can I, it's, it's simply to simplify it. It's what can I get out of you? You know what yeah. I mean? And like, once that's exhausted, even family, once it's exhausted, then they, they stop, you know, communicating with you on that, yeah. that basis of like, ah, how are you doing? You yeah. know what I mean? Genuinely caring. Yeah. Well, people are selfish, man. <laughs> and and you have simple. to be, because yeah. it's how you stay alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? A percentage of it has to be, but finding somebody that has that balance of selfish and selflessness, they always say, you know, I, 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 I see, I've just seen like the last couple months, uh, two or three times I've seen this quote where it's like, if you find someone that cares about you, regardless of, of the benefits that they get from you, you know, 
make sure you never lose that person. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Thanks. So it's like fi finding someone like uh, well, it don't matter. You know what I mean. Like young dudes, you're probably thinking about like a good girl of like. Uh, there's far few women out there nowadays. There's many good <laughs> men, but definitely. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But there's there's on either side of the spectrum, men or women. There's not there's not really good pickings out there. I feel like right now but if you find somebody gotta keep them gotta you gotta keep you gotta cherish that <laughs> what's is it drake or is it lil wayne that says is, is it drake that says one good girl's worth a thousand bitches no that's kanye, kanye. that's yeah that's kanye yeah, yeah it's kanye why would you say that it's kanye <laughs> so you and and that's that's for you young women too like one good dude you think you might think like man he got a little more money over here and then you jump ship and yeah. that's all he had well based all off experience that will fuck you yeah I, I, I know that off experience yeah but. bro so it's like and it's it's crazy, and that can that perspective can be applied to everything, business, sports. It's like, you know, people look. It's like, well, I might have a better deal over there, but man, now you lost. Now you lost the coaching staff you had at the preceding, you know, deal that you were at yeah. that cared about you a little more. So now you're at a deal that's like you're just a prize pony. Yeah. And if you stop scoring, you stop winning, you stop contributing, you're nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't care about nothing you, your offer. family, nothing, nothing to offer, offer nothing. Right? So yeah. that's nuts. So. You, you're starting to. You're going through high school. Did anything crazy happen in high school that kind of like pivotally changed, like made a made a massive pivot in your life? Oh hell yeah, man! What so, all happened? So I was fucked up in high school, man. I, I didn't do any schoolwork, man. I used to just walk out of school and go see my girlfriend during the school day. And she, yeah, she went to a rival school, and uh, bro, they. Uh, I took a visit, um, and then uh, with my mom, we took an unofficial visit, and then they told her, um, you know, send the transcripts when you get back. Yeah, we send the transcripts. My counselor. Reaches out to my mom. She's like, I don't even think Tony's going to graduate. Yeah. <laughs> so why are we taking these visits? Yeah. So I actually ended up having to do uh, an extra semester of high school at another high school. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was done. I thought I wasn't going to play ball. Yeah. I don't know what was happening. So that was pretty significant for me right there. And and so you end up doing the extra semester. And then what did that transition into? What did yeah, that all yeah, lead to? Yeah, so I did the extra semester and I got my mind right. And I was like, okay, I got to take this shit serious. Yeah. So I ended up training real hard because uh, I was like, I'm going to play college ball somewhere. So I ended up training uh, to go play at DuPage, mm -hmm. try out at DuPage, ended up making the squad, play running back back then. And uh, yeah, they, they wanted me. They were the only school that I had an opportunity to go to at that point. So. Let's go. And so let me, let me look at. Uh, Previous episodes, because we had a coach on from College of DuPage. Yeah, Matt Ron. Let me see who we had. Did the podcast? Did the new podcast upload today? I'm still working on that. Still working on that one. Let's see who we had here. Matt Ron. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, we have Matt Ron on. That dude's huge. That's my man. So we had we had him on. That was a cool podcast from College mm -hmm. of DuPage. So. Semester, college you page, you start to play there. How many years you play college page? I was there for three. I redshirted one year, my first year. Okay. So you played two years there. What was that like? Man, it was cool, man. First year I came in as a running back, and uh, they were like, we're, we're going to move you to D-line. Yeah. So, you know, throughout the course of college, I ended up gaining like 100 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was cool, man. I played D-line, and I enjoyed it, man. It was like we were like brothers. Yeah. Everybody on the team. You still close with anybody? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. A lot of people. My best friends came out of there. Let's go. That's yeah. awesome. What was the best part about that program? Um, Definitely the camaraderie, man. Yeah. Everybody being together. Because we it's junior college, man. Yeah. And we were no scholarships, so everybody's going through the struggle. Yeah. Motherfuckers aren't eating. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? No meal plans. Paying yeah. rent. It's crazy. Yeah. Figuring everything out. Yeah. And so go from JUCO. Next step is 
Where? Indiana. I got a scholarship to Indiana State. Indiana State. And then were you two years there or COVID messed that up? I was two years there. I was okay. two years there. So you're two years there. What were those two years like? Different, man, because, uh, man, I loved Indiana State, man. I, I loved it. But when I first got there, I'll never forget the first day I get there. And I'm talking to some of the guys, me, some of the guys. And uh, I'm like, yeah, because, you know, my goal has always been NFL. Yeah. I'm talking to one of the cats there, and he's like, uh, he's like, man, I don't give a fuck about the NFL. He's like, I'm here for free school. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like a, a, an eye-opener for me that, you know, like I did all this work to get here, and nobody even cares here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was a little different. Now, I'm not taking nothing away from them because yeah. there was some dogs, and I got some friends that are in the league right now from there. But Yeah? Yeah. And that's, that's a cool perspective to have, too, because it's like you'll hear the people, it's like the pessimist looks at the glass half empty, the opera. Op, uh, optimist looks at the glass half full yeah. and then the opportunist just looks at a glass of water and yeah. drinks the sucker. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's cool where it's like, man, you got some people where it's like, man, this sucks that I'm in this opportunity or that I'm, I'm in this position. And you got the people that are like, man, this is, this is good. I'm going to make the best I can of it. And then yeah. you got people just take, take action on it. So yeah. you think you learn anything, you know, outside of that perspective of like, you know, some people, you know, weren't as appreciative or used it for a different, different tool is there anything yeah, else I mean, you think I learned kind of like what we were talking about, man. Sometimes you got to use opportunities or I, I hate to say it, but sometimes even use people yeah. to get to where you got to go. So yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything. I think people always use people. I think as long as you're transparent with yeah. your intentions, there's, yeah. you know, there's no reason why you can't, yeah. you know, yeah. it's the only way to move up in this world. So, yeah. so after Indiana State, what's the next steps in life? Yeah, so I graduated and, uh, you know, I thought, I thought I was going to, I thought I was playing ball forever, man. And. Um, what happened was uh, COVID hit, and uh, so my pro day got canceled. So okay. I had no workout, couldn't work out. I had some teams, um, you know, real, like, lightly reach out to me mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. So I tried to get into Northwestern's pro day, and uh, Pat Fitzgerald was like, man, you know, all, all these laws and all this stuff. Like, yeah. I'm just going to have my Northwestern guys here. So, um, so yeah, I didn't do any pro day. Um, and then... I was just trying to figure shit out, and then I had uh, some teams. I had a, uh, the Rams reach out to me, yeah, and uh, I ended up working out for uh, my partner. School with the coach there. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the head coach. I want to say McVay. I want. I want to say I'd, I'd have to shoot him a text and yeah. ask him. Yeah. If we talk again, I'll I'll yeah. tell you. Well, I know he's coming uh, out this weekend. I know Coach Eric Henderson from the D line, and then uh, there was a guy named uh, Mark Litherbridge. Let me let me see there. For. They would definitely followed each other. <clears throat> now's your boy he, he played ball simon yeah yeah so if you look at this i'm a franchise owner and it's half and half so he's half owner stays out in pittsburgh he uh he played d2 at uh mercyhurst university okay in in erie and uh um, okay yeah did decent i think he started all four years as like a strong safety and he's like five eight Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's he, like he mean. had to be laying some boom. He <laughs> yeah, not he's mean, dog. He's yeah. mean. Bro's cut too, bro. He's forty years old. He, he's coming out here to uh, compete jujitsu. We both do jujitsu. Oh yeah, yeah oh my, yeah. My boys, <laughs> I be look, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, what are you eating? <laughs> wish I looked like that. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> like, I know. I be I be putting some work in and, eat, and eating good. So, yeah. um, all right. So COVID messes everything up. No pro day. What's the next steps? Yeah, Where man. Do- so, like I said, I worked out for some teams. Worked out for mm-hmm. Mark Lillibridge of the Rams. Um, Coach Henderson was talking to him, and then it was just limbo, man. I was working at a at a gym, and uh, an opportunity for the spring league came. Yeah. And uh, politics, politics. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, 
I just was done for a while. Dude, what about CFL? Yeah, man. To be honest, man, I, I pissed away a lot of shit, man. Because yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm too good. I had a head coach from uh, the Iowa Barnstormers want to okay. sign me, and I was like, nah. I'm going to the league. I'm going to yeah. figure out a way. Yeah. On some stupid shit, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then uh, does The Rock own? The XFL, yeah. XFL. So, so then the XFL came out last year, and I was like, my boy, uh, shout out to you, Joel. He uh, he convinced me to come do try and try out or whatever. Yeah. So balled out at the tryout. And then the D.C. Defenders, uh, Reggie Barlow, invited me to a private workout. Balled out at the private workout, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting signed, man. What were some of your best stats at that? Man, it was like uh, we did a bunch of one-on-ones, man, and I just remember I hit this guy with an inside jab and came out. Yeah. And I was, everybody was like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm getting signed. Didn't get signed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but but when I went, it was like they already knew the guys who they wanted already. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'm kind of small for my position. So. Yep. Yeah. But you're probably mean. So oh, yeah. what about uh, who else? Was, I think the Steelers had Marquise Pouncey as a center. Yeah. So he's played on the line. And I think he had to have been like 5'10 or something. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he was a, a dog. Dog. He was, he was a you dog. know what I mean? Yeah. Had that heart. So um, don't get signed. You have the day. And then where are we, where are we going next? Yeah, I mean, at that point, it was pretty much just like, you know what? I got to start moving into the second Put, phase of my life. Putting things into perspective. For real, yeah. So what did, what did that season start to look like? Where did you start to head? What relationships did you take advantage of to put you to the, those next seasons? Man, it was actually pretty cool how I got in my position. So I was working at a gym, um, and uh, this guy comes up to me one day, and he's like, he's like, man, the way you talk to people and the way you're just a hard worker, he was like, you know, you should come apply where I work. Mm-hmm. And at first, he works at Verizon. And at first, when he said Verizon, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sell no phones. I got a degree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, No, no, it's not. You, you'll work in the corporate office. I'm like, Okay, corporate office. So I apply, got the job, and uh, yeah, man. I mean, if it, if I never worked at that gym, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Yeah. Yeah. What gym did you work at? Uh, I was at Planet Fitness in Elgin, man. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Dope. Yeah. So you develop your sales skills, which were just happening naturally. Yeah. You get the degree. Take advantage of the opportunity. The dude recruits you into Verizon. Mm-hmm. How long you been there? I've been there for uh, a year and a half. Year and a half? Yeah. So, present moment, what all is going on in your life outside of Verizon? Outside of Verizon? Yeah, what all is happening? We're, we're trying to, trying to kind of get things moving, man. Right now, I'm looking to buy my first uh, my first uh, multifamily right now. Okay. So Getting into some real estate yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Who do you listen to for uh, real estate mentorship or advice? Uh, bro, really, so my mom's a realtor. So okay. I'm one of those people who, uh, if you tell me something that you got knowledge, I will, uh, I will if you're my family, yeah. I'll, I'll trust you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll trust you. Uh, yeah, Which I respect could fuck that. you, but yeah. I trust my mama. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel that. Me. I feel that. I feel that. So getting into some real estate, what about anything else going on? Any relationships, anything? No relationships, man. Um you know, I got I got I got a good team around me, some good some good people. Yeah, I like to work out, train, all that shit. What was the hardest workouts in uh, football? Man, when I first went to Indiana State, man, like, yeah, <laughs> you asking like specifics? Yeah, asking, specifics. Some some man, other things. I, I get, I'll never forget. Uh, I got there and I didn't have to do the conditioning test, and I, I thank God. But I it fucked me because we did our, our first uh, for training camp, our very first day. And I remember that whole offseason before, all I did was lift weights, no running. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to wait until I'm committed to run. So we get out there the first day of practice, and I'm <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My back was locking yeah. up. <laughs> oh, bro. I went out and did a, a wrestling practice over at uh, Keegan's place, the yeah. Izzy style. Okay. Bro, I do jiu-jitsu every day, which I feel like is, is fucking hard. Yeah. And uh, did this wrestling practice, 
for an hour and a half and ended up. I thought I was gonna make it, but last ten minutes I just threw up, dude. Crazy. That's the worst, right? Yeah, when you yank, dude. Just I'm like... just throwing up, looking back, and there's like these fat little kids just still running, and I'm like, what the? You feel so good after? Yeah, that, man? No, I, f- I felt great, except I was getting like lapped by these little fat kids, so I was like. <laughs> But these these are athletes, you yeah. know what I mean? Training, oh, yeah. like, They've been doing so I'm not it. taking away from from anything, yeah. but I'm just looking. I'm like, what the? What am I doing? And uh, I'm excited to get get back. I bought some wrestling shoes. I wrestled yeah. a little bit growing up. But, I was gonna uh, ask you because you kind of look like a, a yeah, bigger guy. Yeah, I wrestled. Yeah. I wrestled a little bit growing up, and uh, I've been doing jujitsu now for a while. So yeah, you ain't two, play no ball. Two years. I played up until the eighth grade, okay. and uh, split my thumb on a. I muffled a punt return. Oh shit. So. I just I, my dad wasn't there, so I didn't have anybody to kind of like stay on me yeah. to to be in uh, sports. So yeah. I was just messing around. I got expelled actually by my sophomore year. So oh, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. after after sophomore year, there really isn't any education. I actually was in an HBCU for like three days. Oh, where'd you go? Philander <laughs> Smith in Little Rock. Okay. Yeah, so I was enrolled in, in there for like a couple days. So what happened? You were like, "Fuck this." My dad got out of prison, and I tried to rebuild a relationship with him, and I was like, basically like couple weeks into the to the summer of like oh this, nah this he's still nuts and, and but and then by the by the time the summer was ending this is probably a month or two out of high school I'm like oh god no I can't do this again no. yeah. like, you know what I mean like this I was like chasing childhood memories you yeah, know what yeah. I mean oh, I know. and I've been uh, there. I've been there. so that didn't work out I uh, unenrolled if that would be the proper terminology because I, I started I don't know why I was researching like FAFSA and I was like. Oh hell no! I started researching subsidized and unsubsidized loans and like how all this debt accrues. And I'm like, oh, I'm, they got me in like common math. What is this degree about? <laughs> like I'm about yeah. to do nothing yeah. and pay thousands of dollars yeah. for something that's not going to pay, you know, pay itself off in in a respectable amount of time. So I was like, not for me. Uh, dropped out, moved back, didn't get hit with any loan or any debt, anything yeah. there. So yeah, that was that was that. I wanted I wanted to be a part of the queue, so. I don't know oh, if yeah, you had you you to be a dog. Yeah, I wanted to be a dog. Yeah, I, I remember Asim was like, can you be as light-skinned as me and be uh, one of them? Because <laughs> I had never seen, like, a light And they were like, one dude I asked in Nebraska, like, took offense. like, absolutely, there's white dogs. I was like, show me there one. Is, there is. I was like, you need to show me. I've never seen one, bro. <laughs> I got a buddy that tried to do it, man. He was did, white did he get, Yeah, <laughs> bro. And what's crazy, I'll, see, I'll know, like, for the most part, especially when I go to Lifetime, I'll see another brother. And, I'm, and like, he got the... He got the uh, fucking like the burn, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, the fu- I'm like, yeah. holy shit, dude! Mistake, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like, there's definitely not doing that professional. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I'm thinking like, how does that heal? Man, I I saw a guy get the uh, the brand. Man, it did not heal for like five months. Bro. Yeah, that shit does not like- heal because like, so I put a cigar out on, on like during a party, and I was like, that shit took a while. I'm like, and, and the cigar like that bit. I'm like. A horseshoe, you know what I mean? Like, how are they letting this shit? Like, two. You'll see two. I actually, and the reason I was asking about the hard workouts is because when I, I first opened an insurance office in Lincoln, Nebraska, when I was just a regional manager, and I, I opened that for Simon, and that was probably right when COVID hit. When COVID hit, 2020? Yeah, yeah. So we moved out there December of 2019, and we opened it December 2019, January 2020. Two, three months later, COVID hits. But I remember meeting... Uh, this gentleman, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he played the year before. He was a safety at uh, at Nebraska, and we connected, met at Canes, and he actually took me and toured toward the facility, like yeah. the field. Was it dope? And the locker room was insane, bro. But yeah. the the weight machines were like like there was like metrics, yeah. so they could measure how hard your yeah. heart rate was like output. 
for like the weight machine. Yeah. And so like if you didn't like give it your all on every rep, apparently you had to know. do the rep again. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm know. like thinking like, damn, dude, I could not imagine lifting weights and someone be like, your heart rate's low. Do it again. They like, did not fuck around, man. At state, we used to have to wear these. Uh, they almost look like sports bras. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got like some thing in it, and it measures all that. Yeah. And so dude. people be like, I'm doing everything. They're like, you're not doing shit. So yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> looking at your heart rate here, you got another couple hours. Like, oh hell no, I don't got yeah. nothing left. That's crazy, and that really opened my eyes to like how serious football yeah. really gets. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that was well, just, that was just that. <clears throat> my bad. That was just at the collegiate level, so I can't even imagine like how much further to even take it at at the NFL level. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you got guys like I was just uh, hanging out. James Harrison was part of uh, Simon. He runs a charity, Steel City Impact, and he'll have some of the Steelers come out. And he was talking about the money that he put into just his personal health. And it's like, man, it's crazy, man. It is insane, insane, man. Like you hear about LeBron spending a million dollars a year. Yeah, was it two million a year? On Something the insane. Tom Brady, LeBron, and it's like. Yeah. It makes sense. It's like, I can't imagine as you get older, you probably need to spend more because I'm thinking like, I'd be like, oh, I yeah. went jet skiing on Monday and like hit my knee off the back to jet ski. I'm like, there ain't no way. I'd be <laughs> looking at these guys like wearing no knee pads and I'm like, there ain't no way you letting somebody like you tackle you and you got no knee pads on and you're playing next Sunday. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, some of them, some of these wide receivers are even like, I feel like some, even like some of these linemen, like no knee pads or like not even like thigh pads. Yeah. Yeah, they don't they don't care, man. But like the thing is, and I'm sure you know from uh, from Kagan or even in jujitsu, man, you gotta have a different mindset to want to literally like think about it, man. You running into somebody as fast as you can. Yeah, see, dude, but like full speed, you can't be. I don't know how these 30 year old dudes are doing that. 40 year old dudes are doing. I guess Tom Brady, but yeah, you're even not he, hits, yeah, man, but you know? even though like I feel like one hit would like you might mess an old man up. But I guess you put in a million, <laughs> and for them to be like, well, they're they're natty. I'm like, Shh, shit. They might, they must be taking something. I mean, bro, they, I mean, they take supplements. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I took supplements. I never took no nothing. Yeah, but, but that must be God tier supplements, dude. Yeah. They, the, Jesus must ship them supplements down. <laughs> <laughs> Shipping down your vitamin C, dog. <laughs> what? Wow. That's crazy. Wow. So, what's the future look like for you, man? What's the vision? The next five, ten year plan, man. Five, ten years, man. To be real, I try to take everything day by day, but I do know that uh, my biggest goal is to really get going with these properties, man. Yeah. That's my biggest thing, man. I, yep. just, I really want to get get that going, own some properties, um, and then just have people paying me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like about the life insurance. I call it the poor man's real estate because mm -hmm. when we sell a policy, we get a percentage of that policy mm -hmm. for the life of the policy. Oh, just like, dope. Yeah, just like real estate. So That's it's like dope. it's not the upfront work isn't fun, but it's like I haven't necessarily had to sell insurance for the last few years because I sold so hard my first two, three years, mm -hmm. where it's like, it just pays. That's dope. It just pays itself. So how's that work? You get every month? Yeah, every month. So every uh, 13th to 15th business day of the month, I'll get a fifth fifth paycheck. That's nice. Yeah, so that's that's cool. And so it's like, my partner, it's six figures plus. He's mm -hmm. been doing it for 20 years. And what's cool is like, because getting into real estate costs you money. Yeah, it does. But getting into life insurance just costs you time. So that's yeah. why I always tell people, like, get into real estate, but get into life insurance because it's just going to cost you time. And you mm -hmm. ain't got 50 grand to throw into a property right mm -hmm. now. So it's like, that's that's what I like about that. But so what about, you like any books? Do you like movies or? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, I got to do better with the reading for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest thing that I think, you know, that I, that, that I got blessed with is starting to read right yeah. when I first started. Like, all those are read. This is what I. These oh, yeah. are what I'm working on. Every single one of those is read, either physically or audibly, and yeah. I'd say sixty to seventy percent are yeah. audibly. And uh, I think a lot of people don't realize, 
because they're like, I don't got the time to physically read, or they just like, hate physically reading. Like, I don't love physically reading, mm. but uh, man, studies show, you know, it's like that that shit. The average millionaire reads a book a week, so yeah. it's like, damn, yeah. getting a book in. It's like you can do it audibly. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. in a gym. I don't. I couldn't lift to reading. No, you, know you can I mean? definitely but do some cardio. Cardio, yeah. the sauna, the steam. You know, throw a book on half hour a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that adds up. You knock a book out every two weeks, half hour a day. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how much information you retain. Because people are like, how are you retaining information? It's like, it's all psychological. It's Shit. all in the mind. You, you, just, you just motivated me, man. It's like, all in the mind, bro. <laughs> I'm Trust gonna start, me. I'm going to try and start reading for sure, man. It's, especially because when you're doing business, you're going to have out of one, out of three relationships, like people that you meet, people are going to try to big dog you or like sneak shit in on you. And it's like, over time, that's it's like it's like your football skills. It's like, yeah. no, somebody's not inside step. I'm not inside stepping. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't happening. Yeah. But over time, if I educate and get reps in. I might be able to start sneak things sneak things in on you, or be able to at least have like those that football IQ of like, all right, now I've got the business IQ of like when I come across random individuals. Like I remember losing two or four grand. Like I think like yeah, roughly like three grand when I first started in the insurance business because another dude hit me up and was like, hey, I got another opportunity. I see you're doing well at insurance. You should buy into my energy company. Mm. And I give this dude three grand and, like, sign up, and, like, you know, I'm supposed to, get, like, get Trust my money me, back. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I, and I'm 18, 19, yeah. gullible, but not, not like, eligible or uh, intelligent enough to realize, like, some dude in a snakeskin boots and a suit may not be the best person to listen you. to. And so that's that's been a, a big motivator for me too. Is like I don't like people trying to make me feel stupid. So it's yeah. like, or and at least not even like telling you like, hey, what does that mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's a big motivator for me what on the read part. But uh, what about anything? You got any like fun hobbies or shit? You like yeah, man, eat? I love fishing. Man, I fish. I've been fishing a lot lately because yeah. it's, it's been nice out. Do you eat the fish around the area? No, nah, I'm actually allergic. <laughs> oh, for real? To all fish? Yeah, except tuna, man. But okay. I don't, I don't go out and catch tuna fish, you know? <laughs> okay, crazy. Like, you hate the way it tastes, or you actually legitimately allergic? No, I'm, I'm like, allergic. Okay. Like, I will die. Okay. <laughs> like, That's yeah. a bad allergy. So, uh, bro, I, we grew up fishing all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Being in Arkansas, catfish. A lot of catfish. Catfish. A lot of catfish. Those are fun to catch. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Go out with your chicken liver, and we could just go out and fish some old creek or something like yeah. that. Get a lot of catfish. But uh, that's not. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just fish. <laughs> y'all, y'all still fish? Nah, I haven't really had the time. I'd love to get back into it, but I, I want to eat it, and so I don't know like where around here, like yeah. you know, I can feel movement. comfortable to be yeah. like, all right, I'm gonna eat this. I get you, I get you. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, um, I would, you know, ba- I'll catch any if if it comes out the water. I'll, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. bass, any of that. Yeah. I don't know what all, what all you catch. Bass is my favorite. Yeah, man. yeah. I call me um, what was that on uh. Saturday, I caught me like a good ten pound. Yeah, that's feeling huge. pretty feeling pretty badass. What do you man. fish with, bro? Just a regular. Do you do you do like the push button or you do the duck bill? Oh, duck bill, man. Oh, see, yeah. I would do the push button. I ain't <laughs> gonna hold anybody. When I get back into fishing, it's the push button. That duck bill will be pissing me off. I be getting my finger stuck in there, like line messed up. Yeah. Now, do you use live bait or you use uh, no, lures? No, never. I never use live bait, man. I just feel like oh, okay. they know something's up, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could be wrong, man. See, I be going out there like a kid. I'm going out with worms and a push button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a bobber. And I'm yeah, a bobber. <laughs> Yeah, man, I've been finding a lot of uh, a lot of success with the frogs lately, like the little uh, yeah. frog bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, like those. Well, you tr- now do you got a boat or? No, nah, man. No, nah, hopefully get one. Maybe hopefully next year. But, I um, j- I was looking up, man. Is there the boats and shit? Isn't that? Exciting? I was looking at jet skis, but I imagine like get like a you could get something similar. Yeah. 
it's not that bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Put a grand down or something, yeah. a couple hundred dollars a month, but I just don't got the time. So it's like I'm with you on that. And, and then, I mean, here you're not gonna be fishing all year. Yeah, you're you not gonna be fishing saying? all. You're gonna be fishing three months out of the year. Yeah. You know, if that. And then it's like it's. I don't think it's the boat that's probably expensive. It's probably more so you got to find a trailer, place to keep it, maintenance, and then like. How do you get it in the water? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like my luck, it'd be like a Family Guy episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Peter trying to get the, I'd be had to. Like, All right, just take the whole fucking car in the water, <laughs> facing forward. You know what I mean? <laughs> to get this motherfucker in here. Yeah. So, um, you have a favorite movie? I always like to ask people. Favorite movie? Uh, Pulp Fiction, man. Pulp Fiction, That's a great fucking That's a great, movie. I man. love. It's Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he's a dog. I like uh, a lot of Marvel. Yeah, and so yeah. he's in uh, Secret Invasion and oh, the Avengers yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So he's a dog, bro. Yeah. He's a dog. That's in one of my top. That's probably my top twenty. Yeah. So I like uh, I like when Pulp Fiction. When he, you've seen it, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know, no, he's like he's like which wallet is yours? He's like the one that says bad motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's so. a great ass movie. Yeah. What about you? Got a favorite restaurant? Oh man, I've been going to a lot of steakhouse, the Brazilian steakhouses lately. You got to go to Chamaguacha. I, I've been there. I've been Fire. there a lot of times. You like that one more than Fogo? Yeah, I see, do. I like it I more than Fogo too. too. Yeah. For some reason, I think it's like it tastes like more like it just taste the the quality yeah. of the meat. And everything tastes better than me. I think so. And too. I like the the cheese bread they got. Yeah, yeah. That bread they bring out is yeah, fire. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Nah, man. I mean, um, for the most part, man. I'm just like like I was saying, man. I'm just trying to figure things out, man. Yeah. But you know, one day at a time. One day at a time, man. A, a really great book I re recommend, and it's just a daily reader. Is the Daily Stoics. That, I love that. I okay. have that book. Yeah, yeah just yeah. crack this thing over that bro. every morning. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the best thing I think. I would tell someone I would read that pretty much over any other book. Because yeah. all these books at the end of the day, you start reading them, you start realizing 80% of it's just the author's ego, 10 and 20% is like valuable yeah. content. Yeah. You know what I mean? People just telling stories, talking shit about I don't want I don't care about your dog. I'm trying to like, how can I make more money, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like how can we make more money, become a better person? Yeah, so that's just a big help, man. Huge Something help, bro. Putting things into perspective, help me stay calm yeah. and uh just be a better man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's the best thing a man can do. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. Well, this was a dope episode. Any shout-outs? Yeah, I want to shout-out Jeremy for, uh, for you know, hooking me up with, with you. And then uh, my boy Joel, and that's pretty much it. My boy Wayne. Let's go. <laughs> I got a, uh, actually got a podcast coming out pretty soon, Let's man, go. So. Shout-out anything you want to shout-out, Yeah, out, man, I'm not going to say the name yet because okay. we're still in the works of everything. Yeah. But look for it this fall. You'll tag me in this or something. Tag you. Yep, tag we'll, we'll tag you and uh, reach out. Any tips? We've... We We've lost a lot of episodes and <laughs> botched a bunch of episodes. So, yeah. you know, we're coming up on probably 200 gross episodes and probably about oh, 150 net, you know, put out there and published. Yeah. So, you know, the, the channel's got a couple thousand followers now, and I think we're close to being able to monetize here soon. Okay. It's like, it's hard. You yeah, know, yeah, initially get, getting that shit to get off. All I can say is, like anything, just don't quit. And yeah. That's the best piece of advice I got. Yeah, man, we're all about it. Yeah, <laughs> dope. All right, Tony, well, this was fire. Thank yeah. you for everything. Another episode of the, I think we are uh, the 9,632 best podcasts in the world. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Uh, for my full listeners, probably just my mom, thanks for watching all the way through. <laughs> Let's go. Uh -huh. Shout out, Tony. Peace, guys. Yep.